Hello, hello, hello. Welcome, everyone. You are watching the eSpot with Camille. I am so excited. I can't wait for you guys to meet my guest today. Uh, we're going to start right away because we're having some audio issues. And I want to make sure that we can hear each other. So I'm going to bring her in. Tamika Harding, she's body by Tamika. So let's see what she can train us on all of her experience in physical therapy. Oh, it just disappeared. Oh, so I'll just keep talking. Um, Tamika is going to be, um, Tamika is going to be talking to us about her experience with not only with having coronavirus and COVID-19, but she's a physical personal trainer and has a long experience with working with women and helping people reach their body experience goals. Hi, Tamika. How are you? Hello. Can you hear me? Oh, no. Bear with us. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? It says that she didn't join yet. I'm here. This is weird. Hold on. I'm going to take her out so we don't hear her. Um, Tamika, can you hear me yet? All right, Jay, I'm going to play the intro again while we try to figure this out. Just bear with me. Maybe we'll start a little bit late because of this. So give me a minute while I try to figure this out with her. Can you hear me? Oh. Hi, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh, I don't know how to work this thing. Okay, let me. Let's figure this out. Um. Can you see the chat at all that I'm writing to you? This is the joys of Facebook. 
Anybody out there, can you, if you could let me know if whether or not you can hear me, you're watching. How's everybody else doing this weekend? You guys ready for the weekend? The East Spot with Camille. I'm going to be talking with Mika Harding, who has, she owns her own gym. She has this amazing weight loss journey that I can't wait for her to share. And not to mention her whole family survived coronavirus. So to hear what kind of symptoms they had, what kind of treatment did they use? What were they told by their doctors and so on as far as staying healthy and making sure that we all stay healthy advice she has about working out especially since we're all home and baking making our own breads and all those other wonderful things that people have been making at home now that they're back home and and dr lane Rowland is also supposed to be joining us but the joys of having being a doctor i'm not exactly sure when he'll be available might be some on-call issues going on, so. Um, let's see what you guys could just bear with me. I'm gonna put, I'm gonna send me her phone number so we can try to figure this out. Thank you so much for your patience. Oh yeah, when it works, it works. When it doesn't, it doesn't. And it's very frustrating when it doesn't. All right, I'm going to call her to try to figure out what's going on. You guys can watch the intro music again. Actually, let me try to find something that's a little bit longer, just in case. Let's see if this works. Random funny video is what I've picked up. So we'll just see if this works. If you guys don't mind watching to see if I can get this. Hi, Andrea. I don't know what's wrong today. It usually works so perfectly. And right now it's acting crazy. Uh, see? You were my good luck charm, maybe. Well, I'm waiting to see if I can... Um, Get her on. Get her on. One, two, three, let's walk forward. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Keep walking. Right, Whoa. Come on, come on. I ran. 
Even I am annoyed with that video. So sorry about that. Um, yeah, it's not very funny after all. I don't know why it says keep watch, try not to laugh. Funny video co um, combo because yeah, wasn't very funny. So sorry about that. Um, Dr. Lane just got out of OR, so he should be available in about five minutes. And Tamika is going to try again. So this is the joy of live. You never know when things are going to happen, when they're going to happen. I know, right? Come through, Internet. Uh, Andrea, uh, Andrea, sorry. I'm going to keep calling you my cousin's name. Andrea, what, what do I need to do? The rain god stopped, and now the Internet gods need to get it together. For real, for real. <laughs> but I, I am very confident that everything's going to work out. I'm just going to see how everybody else is doing out there. And you can hear me okay. Make sure it's not me. I haven't changed any of my settings, but I've been doing Zooms all day. And they were work it was working fine, but every once in a while my um, camera would go out. Or one time it went out, but nothing was sound. So I'm, I'm at a loss on this one. And I think I've told you guys enough times that Technology isn't my number one thing, <laughs> so hopefully it'll work fine. Yeah, I'm fine. Perfect. All right. Well, we'll just keep talking. I'll share some other stuff that's been going on. It's been a very exciting week. I've enjoyed every guest I had this week and learned so much. I don't know if you guys saw yesterday with, I'll go with Mona, Mona Bowman, all the different things she's worked on with the hairstyles and all of that. But at the very end, we talked about her COVID experience and it was just so interesting to hear because there's so many people who still think this is something that the government has made up, that it doesn't really exist. You don't need to wear a mask. You don't need to do all these different things. And oh, there's like a small percentage that actually are dying. And there's more than that. And we need to really get the real information as much as we can to be safe, especially with so many different industries opening back up. It's not worth it, I think, if you're going to get sick. I, I'm pretty sure Andrea would keep going back and forth with Andrea, sorry, that Mona would say, just like I would, that you've got to take your health seriously and do as much as you can to keep yourself safe and the people around you safe because it, it hurt. She was like, felt like a hot poker in her lungs was just pressing inside. I remember her saying that and um, losing your sense of smell and taste, living in New Orleans, I mean, not New Orleans, living in Louisiana, that sounds miserable because you guys have some great food there. <laughs> and I was like, wait, cayenne pepper you can even taste? That's kind of scary. So I'm very hopeful that today, whenever the internet internet gods want to be nice to me and make things work, we'll get some straight inform more inf great information from people who lived it. And Dr. Rowling, oh, I, I'm going to just pull up his. When I was closing everything out to try to figure out what was going on. I, oh, I did not put away his resume and stuff. He has done a lot. And if you have questions about coronavirus, please go ahead and put in the comments because he's open to answering everyone's questions, anything that you want to know. And I, oh, and I'm going to go ahead and write in here the cleanser he suggests that we all go out and buy is Hyba Cleanse. Uh, I'm going to find a link for you guys real quick too. To, purchase it. Um, I think 
find it at EDS. I'll have to copy this link so I can show you guys. All right, well, I got one in. Let's see if let's see if we can hear. I won't even tell you who. We'll just do a surprise. See who's gonna come in. Drum roll, please. Oh, whoops, the worst angle, but you can kind of tell it's not a guy. <laughs> Hi, Tamika. Can you hear me? I'm so happy to see you. 15 minutes to talk and at the same time try to figure everything out is not the easy, it's not as easy as it looks. Yes. Oh, I'm so glad to see you and to see that you're safe and healthy. Yes. So let's just get right into it. How did you get started? How did you start Body by Tamika? Okay. So I started Body by Tamika three years ago. Um, all my life, throughout my, my younger life, I should say, childhood, adolescence, I grew up overweight. So when I turned 16 years old, I decided to do something about it. I had a part-time job. I could finally afford to make that investment, and I joined a health club. I lost 40 pounds, and I never looked back. And then when I turned 19, that same health club was hiring uh, for a manager to run the facility, and they hired me to do so. And that's how my fitness career all started. And then I've worked for so many other companies. Um, you name it, I've done it from teaching aerobics to running um, uh, operations sales for health clubs. So with all that experience, three years ago, I decided to take the plunge, the leap of faith, and I started Body by Tamika. Oh, nice. Now, um, since Dr. Rowling is also in the waiting room, but um, his He's going to join us as well. We'll just go ahead and start talking about coronavirus, if that's okay with you. Sure, sure. Okay. All right. Just give me one minute. Um, I'll, just, I'll just tell him in the thing because it, it'll take me longer to type it. <laughs> My, no point. But um, Dr. Rowling, do you mind changing your phone the other way? Because it's not rotating. The app is just up. Oh, no. Just one more. There we go. Perfect. Because the app's not rotating the phone like it normally does. So... Thank you for joining. We're so glad to have you. I appreciate you. Can you hear hey, me okay? Yeah. Hey, guys, I was in the hospital today. Uh, we were putting full body, full body decontamination units at the hospital for our patients. So I'm here. It's Friday. Let's have a good time. I got to get me some catfish and some candy hams and oh. some. Oh. <laughs> now, wait, where are you located right now? Because I, I, when I, I, was mean, looking I, I'm, I'm in Las Vegas now, but I. Okay. I live in Germany, but I also live in Las Vegas. Oh, fun. Um, sprechen Sie Deutsch, but... Oh, yes, sprechen Sie Deutsch. Ich verstehen Sie, bitte? Sprechen Sie kein Sie, bitte, Deutsch. I can say, ich habe ein Bier, bitte, because my parents would have me order beers for them. And ich habe ein Hunger, and ich liebe dich. That's pretty much all I remember. I was a for four years, and I teach pathogen for Hamburg, Germany, as we speak now. Oh, nice. I lived in Bitburg. So small world Air it Force. Is. Yep, I was an Air Force brat. So yeah, yeah Susterberg. Yeah, Army, all that good stuff. So oh. hey, I'm wherever you want to okay. take me. <laughs> well, um, I'll introduce you to Tamika. Tamika actually was a corona. She actually had coronavirus. So she was going to just share a little bit about what happened with her, how she found out. And then I would love to get your doctor's expertise and share everything you can about how we can stay safe. Because I know that when, there's that rumor that once you get it, you can't get it again. So I just want to make sure we're all on the same page as far as education goes. Because so many of us are getting so much misinformation and might as well get it from an actual doctor who's studying it and has been studying it. 
not only here in America, but all around the world. So, well, hell, I'm on the COVID 19 healthcare task force. So, I'm not making mouse or make believe. Ah, I love it. I love getting it straight from the source. It's like getting milk straight from the udders. Bad yeah. joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Tamika, tell me exactly how what how did you find out that you had it? Like what were your symptoms? One day I woke up to go to work and I just felt really lethargic. My head mm -hmm. felt heavy. I was tired, but I've been tired before. You know, I work out a lot. I run my own business, but this tired was different. It was I needed to lay back down. So mm -hmm. I would begin to cancel my clients one after the other. And I just went to rest and I try to regain my strength to go back in later to, you know, uh, service my evening clients. Make a long story short, that was a Thursday, Friday on that, that during the weekend, I worked out once or twice. I didn't quite feel this like myself, but I tried to push through it. By that Tuesday, it felt like I had gotten hit by a truck. I no longer could push through it. I felt chills. Um, I had a heavy cough. I no longer could have taste or smell. But, you know, watching at that time, this was back at the end of March. At that time, the news for me was very new about the coronavirus. So I didn't, when I saw the symptoms being, you know, publicized, I felt as if I was missing several of them. So the only thing that struck out to me was the violent cough. Other than mm -hmm. that, it didn't dawn on me one bit that I had COVID-19. Okay. So I began to just try to get tested because the cough wasn't going away. And I called the CDC hotline to make an appointment. I was told that I would get a call back in 48 hours. I received a call back from that original call three weeks later. So that was no help at all. Um, but then wow. a few days later, it was brought to my knowledge that somebody that I was around had tested positive and I, I was in contact with them. So immediately now I really want to get tested. So I went to my nearest testing site and I was de denied access to get tested. I was told that I had to call the hotline to make an appointment. You can only be seen with an appointment. I expressed that I tried to call and make an appointment. I wasn't successful. I was denied access again. The attendant mm. at the site said your best bet is to come back tomorrow because right now, as we speak, they're setting up a trauma unit and you have a better chance of being seen tomorrow. So I followed his advice and I went back my second attempt to get tested. And at that time, they didn't deny me access. So mm. five days after that, I got a call from the CDC stating that I tested positive for COVID-19. Mm. Wow. Uh, it, I now, your kids got tested as well. Is that correct? What were their symptoms like? Well, they didn't get tested. See, the thing with okay. that was, according to the CDC, whoever you live with, they are considered to, to be tested positive, deemed positive for it because someone is infected in the household. And they told me to just practice social distancing for my children. We all were to stay quarantined together for two weeks uh, without you know, leaving the house or be exposing ourselves to anyone else and just to monitor symptoms. If there was a spike in temperature or a progression in symptoms, then to seek hospitalization. But other than that, we were told just to stay home and, mm -hmm. and just kind of wait it out. There was no medicine, nothing they can prescribe uh, really to help. Now, Dr. Lane, is that common, which the story that she's telling from your side, is that, I mean, are you noticing that same where it's taken that long to get testing or? Well, she's she's lucky she even got a test. You know, when it mm. comes, 
that's why we have part of the healthcare disparities that we have and why we have such a high, you know, uh, mortality rate. You know, we had about out of the 100,000 people are affected. We're up to 20,000 plus are blacks. And we're making a uh, majority of the infections and stuff. And that's the typical story you hear. And that doesn't matter what you call it. healthcare denied on the beginning. And, you know, she didn't get the test initially. She's running around affecting other people, possibly mm-hmm. affecting them. And that's the reality behind our situation. And so the CDC really doesn't have any more credibility. You know, they, they're they're really done because they fell, fell into the political realm with uh, Trump. That's just the bottom line. Uh, they came out with the test in the beginning back in January and February. It failed. Uh, they tell you two days ago that 50% of the tests they do are already negative. And so it's just been a nightmare. Yeah. And I feel sorry for you. Um, even yesterday, I had a guest on who had tested positive for a coronavirus and they made it and like she had to keep begging them to retest her. And they're like, oh, no, no, just wait five days and you'll be fine. You can go back out without making sure she had a negative test before. So it's not even that you can't get the test, but they're also giving people who are positive false sense of hope that they are s- safe to go back outside before they get that negative test. Is that dangerous that they're not letting them wait until they get the negative test? Like, you know, you, you, you see me interview everywhere and uh, I can get Dr. Roland version. I can get mouse version. No, which, go, ahead. Version? go ahead and scare us, doctor. Go ahead and scare us. <laughs> scare us straight, as they say. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know, you talk about healthcare disparities and understanding why uh, minorities are having a serious impact by disease of America, of the, the syphilis experiment, all the stuff they've done uh, through CDC and all these problems we have. It's not about diabetes, it's not about having high blood pressure, it's about having access. Mm-hmm. White people go into the system and guess what? They get a test and they have a game plan. You know, maybe they're going to self-isolate and maybe sure they can protect their family. But most of the time, black people go in, they tell you to go home and self-isolate and you're infected. And then what happens is when you can't breathe anymore, you go back into the hospital five days later with a fever of 103 degrees, you have a viral bacterial pneumonia, then they, 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 they might do a test, but you're on a ventilator. Mm-hmm. And then what happens is 5% of people don't come off the ventilator. This is what you call healthcare discrimination, healthcare disparities, having access. How does a white person out of Miami millionaires get the test before somebody is a frontline worker? Mm-hmm. They tell you about classic symptoms of a runny nose, loss, no, loss of taste, shortness of breath, fever, diarrhea, etc. And this is shows you in this, this situation really pull back the onion. We see the reality of what happens, you know, uh, and, you know, I've been doing this stuff for many years and I understand the system. And, and at the end of the day, what happens is that when we put your butt in a body bag, it's over. You're mm-hmm. a footnote. Who might remember you next week? So this is a problem we have with minorities. And this is my responsibility being on the Congressional uh, COVID Healthcare Task Force to make sure I educate our people about the reality. I'm not here to sugarcoat it. I'm not your mm-hmm. friend. You know, my stuff is based off of science and medicine. I do not get caught up in the fairy tale. I don't want to hear about conspiracy theories because when I zip that body bag up, we ain't talking about conspiracy theories anymore. Ball game over with Right, right. So what are some of the things that you would suggest for people that, like Tamika who've been positive? How long should they be staying home? What if they can't get access to tests? What should they do? Well, the reality, there's really no standard protocol in this. You know, uh, if we understand the, the science behind this virus, this virus is the largest RNA virus on the planet, folks. 
it's pathogenic, it's mutagenic. It is not the same virus it was back in September or October. Now we have 40 different strains of this, of this virus right now, period, end of story. The East strain, East Coast strain is different than the West Coast strain, the South American strain are killing my friends. And I've had 18 of my doctor's friends die within the last week. <laughs> You've seen my Facebook. These guys are in body bags. They left wives, children, mothers. These guys are infectious cardiologists, surgeons. They're not coming back. So I know what the reality of what this thing is to do. And so when we talk about disease, this is not the classic influenza. I don't know, you know, this is going to go away. Oof, drink some Clorox, do some malaria medication. What the hell are you doing? Mm-hmm. People need to stay in their lanes. Here, mm-hmm. the story. And then what's happening is that when you talk about the disease, understand the disease. If you understand the science, you understand the medicine. If you understand the medicine, you understand the science. So that's why nobody can mess with me, period. One of the top 1% of the people on the planet certified in chemical and biological warfare. I am the only black professor in Hamburg, Germany, TBI institution. I know this. So when we talk about diseases, understand the RNA virus. It's immunogenic. It's capability. It affects every eye. It affects your eye cell, your lung cell, your heart cell, your kidney cell. It's in your semen. <laughs> it's in your lungs. Uh, it causes you to clot up. You know, it, you know, 75 percent. No, I like I don't like to give concrete numbers. That's two. But we say 60 percent in the range, 67 percent in the range of infections through respiratory. Well, folks, guess what? The other 20 percent is from feces. Period. Mm-hmm. And the virus lives in feces for 35 days. Period. End of story. And this is part of the transmission of the disease itself. And so when you get all these talking heads on television and you know, you're talking about, you know, there's going to be a vaccine and the antibody says, well, let me tell you something, folks, simple science. Well, you better have all 40 or 60 or 70 different strains of that uh, that uh, virus in, in, a, in a shot because you might have, you might get the strain from some white boy from Idaho who has COVID strain number 23 and you make your vaccination on that. What does that strain COVID 23 got to do with the other <laughs> 39 strains? Not going to mm-hmm. work. So this to understand teach people about the science, the truth, where are we going with this, how long this pandemic is going to uh, go on, and I'm going to sit back because I'm thinking about that catfish and the yams later. <laughs> guide me through the question want me to ask. Well, so wait, should, is that helping your immune system, eating catfish and yams? Do we all need to be on the catfish and yam diet? Oh, girl, this is a Friday. I don't want to damn Brock verse from Germany. It's your cheat day. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> you, you know what? You know, one thing I want to share with you, Dr. Roland, is my story was it was very bizarre. Even when the CDC called me and they gave me my testing results and she said to me, how are you feeling? I said, mm-hmm. miss, I just got finished teaching a Zoom virtual workout class. I was so fortunate enough that this sickness the, you know, being infected with COVID-19, it hit me for about 10 to 14 days, but my body was strong enough to fight it. And I won. And I was teaching aerobic classes within like two weeks of being ill. And that, I, I didn't know what I had until I finally found out because I went through what I did to get tested. But I say all of this to say, 
you know, not only was I fortunate, but the lifestyle that I've led for the past 15 years, I really truly feel like it had a lot to do with my ability to fight, my body's ability to fight. And you can shed some light on that. Um, but I'm a personal trainer. I, I exercise regularly. I, you know, I practice uh, uh, a good nutritional uh, balance in terms of diet. So I was fit to fight this disease, which I'm very fortunate uh, to be able to say that and to have one. But I would love to hear, you know, your thoughts about about you know how that could have influenced it. Well, when we talk about, you know, when we when we break it down, we talk about, you know, um, what are some of the things you can do to, you know, uh, you know, have this virus or any virus or any disease overcome it. And the bottom line, you have to have some type of physical conditioning, you know, whatever your nutrition thing. Uh, and, and that's just the bottom line. You drinking juju juice ain't going to make no difference for your immune system. What you got is what you got. You know, uh, my son is the face of Nike. Brandon Collins were a period. My, I'm a master fitness trainer for the U.S. Army. I understand fitness, and the problem is that a lot of people don't have what you have is what we call cardiorespiratory reserves. You're in pretty good shape. You know, maybe you lose uh, 25% of your lung capacity doing disease, but you still have enough and you're efficient in extracting oxygen to fuel your body. That's the reality behind it. But, you, but do not get a false sense of security because the problem that you were probably lucky, because I think I had COVID-19 myself back in the first week in January when I was in Amsterdam. My daughter thinks she had it for a month because she lives in New York. And, uh, and so we think that we had it early. I think a lot of people had it early. But the problem is that, folks, you need to understand there are multiple strains out there. Maybe I was lucky. Maybe you were lucky. We got the weaker strain of the COVID-19. And, you know, we got over it. We're better and stuff. There are people that get the, the lethal part of the strain and they die. Mm -hmm. And some people get both strains at the same time. And then this is a problem with this disease is that even though you're, you recover from it, and, you know, it's just not me talking. This is fact. We look at our military guys. They, you know, they were positive, got over the infection, they got reinfected again. Well, how do you get reinfected with something you've already had? Well, that tells you basic signs that there are multiple different strains out there. And so you still need to make sure that you practice great biosecurity protocols. You need to make sure you're washing your hands, cutting your nails, make sure you don't wear your shoes in the house. Make sure if you go to Walmart, you go to Walmart and buy some catfish with a thousand other people, <laughs> make sure you got your mask on because somebody in that environment is going to do that. You know, what do you do with your dog? Buffy goes across the street, you know, snuff Buffy's butt. You know, he comes back in your house. He got COVID-19 on his nose, also on his feet. Are you sterilizing your dog's feet? Are you letting your dogs walk through the house? Do you have an air filtration unit? So it behooves you more to make sure that you protect yourself. I have friends of mine because I work in real epidemics. I've done dengue. I've done polio. I've done Ebola. I've done measles and rabies and yellow fever. And I put people in body bags and I've treated the diseases. We have a disease called dengue. Dengue. Largest uh, mosquito-borne virus infection in the world. Affects several billion people a year. Well, guess what? You can get dengue one and you, you, you have a common cold. Your body hurts. Well, you get dengue the second dengue, you die. You bleed out like Ebola. And so this is almost a phenomenon like this. Is just because you get some immunity, don't think you can run around here like Superman. You have to be careful because you might get the upgraded version. <laughs> and, and so that's the reality that people need to understand. And this is why I'll explain uh, when uh, you need me to about how long this pandemic is going to go, what's happening, how do we reopen, 
And, you know, what do we need to protect ourselves? And I'll talk about that and let you talk. <laughs> well, no, I wanted to go back a little bit because you were listing off different things we should do as far as being safe out in public. You mentioned about wearing the mask and everybody knows about the N95 mask. And you, you mentioned also about, um, I've heard on your video where you were mentioning about Hybe cleanse as far as a cleanser because it actually kills for 24 hours after right. you well, cleanse with it once and so on. But then you mentioned about air purifiers. We have a plasma air purifier in our house. And and I, because I couldn't find Lysol to save my life. So that's like my false sense of security where apparently after 30 minutes, it kills all viruses and um, different things that are in the air and it's medical grade, I hope. But what is your, what are, you, what are some of your thoughts on what we should get? And then I have some questions also, but they're kind of more asking more about it as well. Okay, everybody, I want everybody out there, your listeners, uh, national, international, you folks need to take a pen. I'm going to tell you what you need to have. This is what we bio lab. What we hospital, what we I know your real sound's going in and out. Can you hear me now? Yes. Okay, uh, you're going to hear what I say. And these are the things that I give to the hotels. I give this to the hospital. I give this to the instrument. The number one antiseptic hand wash that you need to get is called, called saferhands.us. Safer, S-A-F-E-R, hands, H-A-N-D-S, dot U-S. Okay. That is better than Hibiclens. It lasts 24 hours. Uh, we have love and bubbles. We have a peak patch form. This lasts 24 hours. Okay. Upgrade. We make it better. Can we so use that on dog paws as well? Or can you use it on dog paws as well? I'll tell you what you need to use on dogs. So get okay. ready. Separate safe dot US. You know, you need to get it as soon as possible, folks, because the second wave is coming. Oh. It comes and we noticed we did the model, you know, two days ago, there will be a hundred thousand plus of people gonna die within the next three months. You don't want to be one of them put a body bag to get up to two hundred and seven thousand. Get ready for the storm. You know, this is not over, folks. We're, we're, we're not even close to being This is not to scare people. I can give you the Mickey Mouse. I can give you my the daddy version, uh, like me and my daughter did. You know, everybody knows about me and my daughter. She's I, so cute. You and Jordan. I almost wanted to sing, we are live, <laughs> like she did. <laughs> yeah, I can go. Yeah. Guys, take two oatmeal cookies. You know, it's going to go away. No problem. It's our <laughs> It's huge. Yeah. I want to know the truth because I want to live. I want my family to live. I want the people watching to live. I want us all to be able to be survivors and be able to talk about this one day with our grandkids about the time we survived COVID-19. And I want that for everyone that's watching as well. And I'll, I'll tell you what the, you know, it's a Friday. I'm kind of chilling out. Got my Afro hanging out, you know, put a little <laughs> Afro. Got my, my military clean look. Got catfish. For me later so i'm just going to relax and stuff and i want to break it down to you folks looking up you know, at my level so the most important thing one of the most important is your, your, your hand wash folks you gotta get gotta get the stuff that i tell you to get because the stuff i use what i use here in a story okay and then that is us and the kids can meet uncle kuski uncle kuski is the character he's Uncle, crazy uncle. We have a cartoon in there. We have comics. We're not talking to you. Only everybody's talking to us adults. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uncle 
more famous than Mickey Mouse. He would be more famous than all these guys in this pandemic because he's talking to children how to put the mask on, how to wash okay. Oh, fantastic. Make sure you have your hands clean every day, three, four, five times a day. Make sure you cut your fingernails. Make sure you don't shake your hand. Remember that. Remember what I said, 25 to 20% of transmission do what? Feast. You go into a public bathroom, they flush the toilet, it becomes paralyzed. That fecal matter all over the door, on the floor, in the air. Put your purse down, and you take your purse. That's what women do. And some of you don't even wash your hands. I've seen it. I've been in these. What were you doing in the girls' restroom? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> oh, you know, I, I, one of the most nastiest people are females. My mama told me that. She's an RN nurse. Mm -hmm. So for me to talk about disease, I have to understand the environment. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what we see boots on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> like I've been carrying my wallet in a Ziploc bag, just three things, my Costco card, my ID card, and my credit card. <laughs> That's all I need to bring in with me. I don't even bring in my phone anymore. I don't want anything else to get cross-contaminated. And I've heard it's important to wear sunglasses as well to protect your eyes since it can come into your eyes as well. So if you walk through a cough, so not just your mask, but also have your sunglasses on. So I, I look like a diva every time I go out. So I got my gloves on, my sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> but it's but it's but it's true, and this is you know I, I was flown out here back in March. I was telling everybody about the, what was coming back in December and January. That's what we do. I'm, I mean, I'm on a I'm on a uh, infectious disease counterintelligence unit that's foreign and domestic. I'm in there with special FBI. I'm talking to my guys in Afghanistan. I'm the chief medical officer, so I know what I'm talking about. You. I know what I'm talking about. Look, that's why we want all your information. And um, someone, somebody asked, will the standard RNA-based PCR test detect all 40 strands of the co of COVID-19? Yes, absolutely. And this is, this is one of the most important things that when I tell you, no, let's just get ourselves organized because we're all over the place. Let's get back to Walk everybody to what they have. First of all, number one, you got to make sure you have the antiseptic cam wash. Here, I didn't say get some soap and water from uh, from the Walmart. When I'm in, I'm operating on people in the jungles. My sister, people at Baylor University, we don't wash our hands in soap and water and deliver a baby. I, I don't take soap and water and prep a wound to take out of a tumor. Or if I'm operating on a baby three days old, I don't take the baby's hands in soap and water. Mm -hmm. We our antiseptic wash that, that I've developed is what we use. That's one thing. So hand wash. Two, making sure you don't, in your house, make sure you don't wear your shoes. Make sure you disinfect your shoes. Make sure you disinfect your, your pet's feet. Period. End of story. There's nothing to talk about. You know, and then making sure that you have the best surface disinfectant in the world. Period. End of story. Folks, I'm going to tell you what the best number one surface disinfectant in the world is which is 120 times better than bleach, fat, white paper. And that... Oh. Are you getting on call? <laughs> okay, well, write this down. Share with everybody. The, company, the name of the solution that we do is called Extreme Opti... Extreme X-T-R-M-E Opti-O-P-T-I Clean. And there's only one company on the planet that makes this, 
and this is out of Las Vegas, and a company is called Extreme, Extreme Cubes, X T R E M E C U B E S dot com. You got that? Look at all these folks. They make the opti surface disinfectant that we use in our bio decontamination units, but we just we decontaminate people. What makes this thing different is that this thing is naturally turned. And how do we know? Well, guess what, folks? We went March 18, we went to a nursing home in Detroit. 52 people positive for COVID 19. In the story, what happens is that we went in there and we used RT PCR to diagnose it. We found COVID 19 on the toilets, underneath the sink, on the door handle, in the bed, an affected place, getting more affected in a nursing home. I mean, that's the facts. So we did our RT-PCR. Then came after that. We defogged the whole nurse our stuff. And we did another RT. And guess what happened? There's no more COVID-19. Mm. So it doesn't matter what strain is because this strain is on the, it doesn't matter if it's COVID-35, 32, 12, because the virus is on the outside. The virus is not inside your cell. Okay. <laughs> That's why we have a white paper, science, all that stuff that backs it up. Chlorine, Clorox, bleach, Lysol does not tell you that it kills COVID-19. Because mm -hmm. there's no paper out there on the planet. I know. I'm the scientific medical officer. I know what's out there. So this is a place people need to get. And when people start talking about, I want to open up schools, well, you better have what the military guys, what we use, and that, which is 100 times better than bleach. And we know because it does COVID-19, not a speculation, not a, it's, it's a similar to the coronavirus. No, no, we actually kick coronavirus, COVID-19, and we put that bad boy to sleep permanently. Mm -hmm. That type of stuff you have. Air filtration. People cough. It comes out at 200 miles per hour. Man, it lives in the environment, in the air. When you cough, talk 14 minutes. It's not six feet, folks. I'm sorry. That's a mm -hmm. lie. That okay. virus nine feet. That virus can go twenty-five feet. That virus can go fifty-two. Wow. That virus can get sucked up into your air conditioner that you're eating your sushi, and everybody in the whole building is affected. Guys, I know I've studied the virus. That answers the question about going to restaurants. Yeah, don't go. No, I mean, yeah, that's your choice, but you better make sure they have the air filtration unit that Doctor Rowland tells you. Oh, which one's that? I'm gonna tell you about the trans trans uh, transmission. In my career, and with my all my degrees I have, you know, my medical degree, uh, my master's degree, yes, in microbiology, my microbiology science, Journal of Nature and Microbiology, Jungle Pandemics, et cetera, et cetera. Well, folks, let me tell you, never bet against the virus. And we've done studies where we're taking viruses and we throw them on on highways, fights, mm. and we can that virus is going five or six miles. We have released viruses off the coast of San Francisco to test how far a virus can go off the air currents. Mm -hmm. So, folks, in the real world, this is not some science fiction movie, period, kind of story. I deal in reality. Mm -hmm. If folks need to understand that how significant this disease is, if somebody really thinks they really know, the first thing you need to always ask them, what is the R not number? The reproductive mm -hmm. number that we kind of classify how effective Highest in the world's measles is 12. Ebola is 1. Influenza is 
Well, coronavirus can be 5.7 up to 10. What does that mean to the general population? Somebody has measles, they can affect 12 people. Somebody has Ebola, they can affect one-on-one. That's not very efficient, but you'll die when you get Ebola. 98% of you guys are gone. Somebody gets influenza, is 1.5. So if somebody has the flu, they can affect 1.5. Well, somebody gets coronavirus, it can be 5.7. One person. You could affect 5.7 people. Maybe you can affect up to 10 people. You might be in a nursing home, concentrated, airplane, cruise So you can affect a lot of people. So who's more infectious? Influenza or COVID-19, folks? Who's more infectious? COVID-19. Is it more infectious than Ebola? Yes. Thank you. What's the most measles? That's just fact. Mm. There's no voodoo in this stuff. And so this is what you have to understand. Guide yourself because there's so many uh, you know, misinformation out there. And I don't get caught in conspiracy theories. When they call and said, Doc, we want you on the Congressional Caucus Healthcare Task Force. I said, why you want me? I'm a nobody. And the Chairman Hardaway looked at me and said, man, you wanted the baddest news on the planet. Nobody got to And I said, Chairman Hardaway, you know, if I do this, you got to cover my six. Hardaway said, I got your six, Dr. Rowland, with some juice. And I liked it. He said, I'm going to like it is. Bring it down to people uh, because the reality is that the fools running around here want to you know, go in there and drink their beer and Ozark material. I got my constitutional rights, and I'm going to smoke marijuana, and I'm going to swim with all my people in that pool. I promise you in 14 days and 30 day, day, 14 days from now, 30 days, they ain't going to be laughing. We're going to be laughing at them. Mm. And some of them body bags. Mm. They're I have a constitutional right not to be affected by you. People, people get tuberculosis. You don't take your medication. They put your butt in jail. Mm. <laughs> your constitutional that's a law. They'll put you in jail and you they will watch you take that medication every day. I know. I have friends of mine that have died from tuberculosis. So when we start talking about understanding how to open up society, et cetera, well, you better understand the science of where we're going with this. Right. Hands, we have shoes, we have the best surface the best, and I hate to say this, trust me, and I don't want to do this, but the best air filtration unit in the world. It's called Molecule, M-O-L-E-K-U-L-E.com. And hey, I don't want to say this, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I'm here to save people's lives. When you get this unit, you make sure that you put my name in all capital letters, D-R-R-O-L-L-I-N-G, and my people get a 12.5% discount. That's pretty good. But let me tell you why it's the best thing on the planet. Because it's the only air filtration that is in hospitals, what we use in our biolab, it is the only air filtration unit that kills COVID-19 in the air mm-hmm. and in cancer, period. Not these this, this, this cheap unit you got from Walmart. Hey, it was $5,000, <laughs> I mind you. <laughs> it wasn't from Walmart. It was from the actual, um, there's a plasma air guy that delivers he makes them for hospitals and he ha- he's like i don't we're not selling the home size ones anymore and he gave it to my husband <laughs> have, actually so we didn't pay five thousand but they're normally five thousand yeah, dollars and it's a plasma um it's a plasma one yeah superman plasma with battery operated it's not battery operated you plug it in look he's 
Why are you praying on my life? I'm trying to live. <laughs> I'm trying to make my baby live. I want to see her graduate. But no, he was um, apparently because it makes our house smell like an ozone, like right after a storm or something, that ozone type smell. I smell ozone. You smell ozone, that can kill you. That's why you have to be very. Not careful. ozone, sorry. Yeah, when you um, start, hope you're not talking ozone because. No, no, no. But, uh, you know, like right after the storms, you'll smell like it's kind of like an electric smell when, or when you, you know, rub your feet and you static smell. Like a static well, I'm from Louisiana. I know about thunderstorms at three o'clock. Now, yeah. where in Louisiana are you from? I'm from the country. I'm from Oakdale, Louisiana. I know all about Cajun food and thunderstorms at three o'clock in the afternoon. God's talking, screaming. He's crying. One hour later, baby, it's dry. Like yeah. the day. <laughs> so <laughs> that's what it smells like. <laughs> oh, my God. It smells like after a storm, but no, it's not doing anything. Hmm. So on the other side, what you need to do, and this is just uh, me giving you some you tell them to show you the white paper on your plasma machine. Okay. You make sure that you show that you guys took COVID-19 threw it in the air, did RT-PCR, and they killed it. And then you test the room. Okay. If they show you that white paper, you might, have, you, might have, you might have to take it back to Walmart and get your refund. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> that's been, that's been my saving grace. So so it's the, um, I'm going to make sure I have this right, airfiltrationmolecule.com. Is that no, right? Molecule.com. It's just molecule.com. Okay. But the K is a M-O-L-E. A U L E dot com. Okay. Go ahead and look it up. You, you, you all guys are all the I don't know what y'all call yourself, millennium 35s or oh you think I'm 35? I'll take it. Um <laughs> yeah, so but it's Dr. Rolling is for the discount. You said it was 20% off? No, 12.5 percent. Oh couldn't, couldn't get any higher. And just put and it's all capitalized. D-R-R-O-L-L-I. And folks, this is what you have to do. You have to make sure if somebody says, hey, you drink this juju juice, you tell them, show me the scientific paper that works against COVID-19. I want to see it. Hell, send, have me, send me the paper. Because this is what you have to This is based off the of science and medicine, not off I feel good. Because people out there saying they have a, you know, we, we tested against, I took the water, I tested this water, and this is, and it, it, it kills a, a COVID-like coronavirus like but mm -hmm. deal with the big boys you better make sure it can kill the big boy right okay so this is the one to get molecule.com got it and, and these are in the hospitals i mean the units are eighteen thousand dollars in the hospital this is huge this is technology that's a that's a hospital unit and we have the, the units down there that are many they got air it's the same technology but you, you can see where this is going folks in the future it's all about air filtration because this virus is going to be around for at least three or four years it's not pandemic anymore. It's endemic. That's the facts. It's not going anywhere. Okay. That's the way it is. Mm. Unbelievable. So is there anything else on the list that we should go out and get to make sure we're protecting ourselves? You've got I, I, the surface cleanser, the hand wash, the air filter. Yeah. And I think one of the questions that, uh, you know, people always ask is about masks. You know, does it have to be N95? It doesn't. You know, any... N95 is great mask. I use them all the time because I deal with patients that have serious infections, respiratory like tuberculosis. Uh, and, uh, but at the end of the day, mask itself is just a barrier. Cloth that you that gives you. You're breaking uh, up again. I said, Giz, you can you hear me now? Yes. Yeah, it gives you some filtration and protection from the internal and external environment. You know, they say that the mask decreases the chance of getting infection. 
50 to 75 percent. I believe in that. If you're going to wear your mask in a, if you're going out to a, a public area, there's a lot of people, maybe you guys, because y'all are all young, y'all like to go to them, them, them concerts and stuff, and y'all up there all bumping and grinding and stuff. You better wear a <laughs> I love that you're calling me young. I can keep going, keep going. <laughs> I'll take it. Okay. But, but if you're in a park with your kid or you got mm -hmm. some stuff, you don't have to wear the mask. We call this situational awareness. Know your environment. That's why I'm successful in life. You know, you have to have a plan A, a plan B, a plan C, a plan D. And so make sure that you understand the environment. And, you know, you're not going to run in there. And uh, nowadays, you're not going to run in there and touch the gas handle at a gas station. You're going to get affected. You can make contact of that virus. You're not going to wear your shoes in the house because COVID-19 will be on your feet. Mm -hmm. You're not going to have your dog jump in your bed now with COVID-19. But there are a lot of people out there that love their dogs. Kiss on their tongues, kiss on their nose. Dog Buffy got his butt all up in your pillow. And you were just rolling around in that stuff. It's so funny. My dog as a kid's name was Buffy. So every time you say that, it brings back memories. <laughs> I love my Cocker Spaniel. He was buff colored. So it's like, it's funny that you keep saying Buffy out of just out of nowhere. I mean, Buffy the Vampire Slayer is the only time I ever heard it again. So, yeah. And, and then, and then yeah. for your people that are listening that yeah. are and I uh, really want to get the economy opening. Uh, we have a thing called a full body decontamination unit. This is high tech. This is like what you go through the airport and it disinfecting on the outside. And this, the company that makes that is the same company that does the surface disinfected, extremecubes.com. And you can look at the units and stuff. So this is where we're going, folks, in the future. High tech. You know, uh, very, uh, you know, very high tech, very science oriented and not through a speculation because like the young lady, you know, you went, you were lucky, you survived, you know, and you don't want to be infected again. You don't want somebody to tell you, hey, you know, come on out here and have some barbecue ribs at our local juke joint yeah. and they're infected and stuff because everybody's talking about their constitutional rights. Well, when you're putting a body bag, you don't got no more rights, do you? Absolutely, you are correct. And so that's the reality. And so the last thing I want to kind of talk about is that we look at the fatalities of minorities. Right now we're at twenty thousand black people have died from this. Now we're finding out that black people die, they got they got clots everywhere in the body, in the brain, heart attacks, infarcts in their kidneys. We're having a serious time with disease. So our folks and our people need to understand that if you get sick, you need to make sure that you're going to healthcare system and not go through what she went through and they put her on a delay, put you back of the bus, telling you it's gonna be all right. Well folks, they find people in their homes dead in their beds, dead mm -hmm. in their chair. You know, in in Aquitos, Peru, a place I work at in the world, you guys know my history. I mean they pulled two hundred and twenty bodies out of homes two days mm -hmm. in Aquitos. I've had eight doctors and friends of mine died in the last seven days. They're gone. It's not a game, guy. And so, you know, this virus, this pandemic is going to be on for at least two or three years. The wave is the second wave. It's not even started, folks. Mm -hmm. It's coming. The storm. And I'm not here to, uh, you know, scare you, you know. But I always tell people in my life, because I've dealt with diseases that have eaten people's faces away. Jaw hanging out their mouth. Eyeballs gone. Tongue destroyed. When you see it, these Frankenstein conditions I see, it gives you a different attitude because 
Yeah. Just because you can't see this virus does not mean it's not here. And this virus has a long ways to go. And listen to the science, folks, not a speculation. Oh, don't worry about it. It doesn't affect cancer. Don't worry about your children. Well, a week ago, over 400 kids in Louisiana got Kawasaki syndrome. That's fact. That's not speculation. These black boys and girls at nine had heart attacks at 7, 12 years of age. It's not a game. You better protect your children. You better teach them how to wash them. Because when you put your child in a body bag, I promise you're never going to be the same. That's a fact. I can women scream all the time in the jungles of Peru. Dr. Rowland, my baby is dead. Why can't I go back to yesterday? Why can't I go back to last week when my baby was alive? So my job is to make sure to prevent this stuff from happening. And folks, if your kid gets a swollen tongue, red, eyes are red, got a rash on the body, fever for five days, better get your child in there because they might they won't possibly have Kawasaki, uh, uh, Kawasaki syndrome. And that's the reality of what you need to make sure that you check yourself. And what you check yourself is having information. Up to date. Oh, you're breaking up again. Up to date information. Up to date information based off of science and medicine. Am I right or wrong? Yes, uh, I, I believe in science and I believe in medicine. So you said Kawasaki syndrome, that's the swollen tongues, uh, no. red marks on their face. They have contravised red eyes, mm. red tongue, red all over their body. They have a fever for about five days. They have pain in their body. In the hospital, these kids are having heart attacks, seven, nine, 12 years of age. Now, um, Tamika, your kids were, well, they never had to get tested, but did they have any of these symptoms? Do you remember? What I, symptoms was, I was fortunate that uh, they didn't have any symptoms. My nanny, who, you know, I have a, a living nanny, and she was home with us and she began to have symptoms. Wow. And let me tell you something. I was so fortunate. She's from the Philippines and her mother got on Skype with her and she said, I want you to inhale steam. I want you to boil water, put your head over it, put a blanket over it. I mean, she was giving her every old school remedy, natural <laughs> remedy that was possible. And we were doing it, you know, she was doing it. And by the third day, the symptoms started to regress and she never had, it didn't get worse. And I was fortunate, she was fortunate. And that was the end of that. But I was scared because she was the only one who started to show symptoms, sore throat, cough, you know, lethargic, not wanting to eat, no sense of taste. Um, but it, it didn't get worse. So we, we, we made it through it. Okay. Now, what about that, Dr. Lane Rollins? We, we hear a lot about taking elderberry, um, trying to increase your immune system, drinking lots of water to kind of hurry up and get it out of your system. Is there anything we can do to protect from the inside out as well with taking vitamins and all of those different things? Or is that is that just coincidental? Is, is, is Disneyland open? <laughs> God help us. <laughs> So I can't steam it away? What do you mean? Yeah, virus, yeah, virus lives in your cells. It's inside your cell. You know, okay. so people want to put their head in a, a pot of hot water, throw some orange fillings in there, a little marijuana, and breathe that. <laughs> in it. I'm that virus is so far deep. Hell, the virus is so deep. It's in, your, it's in the testicles. It's in your semen. That's how deep that virus is in your body. Wow. <laughs> 
Well, I don't have any testicles, but I get what you're saying. <laughs> Unless there's something I don't know yet, but <laughs> I had a daughter naturally. Most <laughs> so, your testicles, your ovaries, and we yeah. science if these kids are being born with mm -hmm. this COVID nineteen that are born with that. We know the virus is transplacental; it goes across the placenta, just like Zika did. You know, and you can read the papers on right because I'm in the journey. My German, my scientists, and us are, we're Zika experts when it comes to disease. So we're going to find out if there's going to be a component of it. You know, if, you know, I've been asked by a bunch of reverends and preachers from Georgia, said, Dr. Rowland, you know, I, I, yeah, they go, Dr. Rowland, you know, my love life is seven. What do you think? I told him, well, you, you make sure you give a little straw go to chocolate later. <laughs> See, it broke up for me, so I don't even, I didn't even hear, I heard something about strawberries and something later. Oh, no, the, the reverends out of uh, Albany, Georgia, they're just great. And you guys can see so many I've had with these guys. And, you know, they were asking about their sex life because they heard the rumor that they found the virus in the semen. And I told them, you want me to give you the Dr. Roland version, the Mickey Mouse version? They said, Dr. Roland, keep it real because I love life is suffering. I said, you give her some strawberries and you show her the chocolate later. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. Now I got it this time. That's hilarious. So, so even safe sex is out. Just leave it alone. Uh, I would in in this pandemic right now. I think the next six months you need to kind of protect yourself and find out what's going to happen with the science. Because I've seen the in the jungles in Peru. I've written papers on them. I've taken samples for pregnant mothers that have Zika, and I've seen the babies come out with their small head and their big eyes, and I've seen this. And neurocognitive defects. This is not a game, folks. You know, and I've seen thoughts of what a virus can do, especially Zika. And you can read my paper, go to my website, you know, it's my Nature Journal of Microbiology. And I'm, I'm my, we, we're experts on Zika. <laughs> so we got a paper coming out the Journal of Lancet on Zika probably next six or seven months, our second paper, our follow up. So be careful, be smart. You know, you don't want to take a chance right now in the middle of a middle of a pandemic, especially when the second wave hasn't even gone. So, what can we expect with the second wave? Like, because um, there, I mean, because I live in North Carolina, I'm not exactly sure where Tamika lives, but we're on phase two. Okay, so you're still locked down there, right? But we're on phase two, where they are opening back up restaurants, and I think they're getting ready to open up pools, salons, and all of that. How can we stay safe in this? Because some people, they didn't get unemployment. They're at that position where they can't, they no longer can choose to stay home anymore. What options would you suggest for them? Well, we, we've talked about this on our congressional, uh, on the healthcare task force, because one of the biggest problems is that people have to go back to work. We, we understand that. I understand that. That's my responsibility is designing biosecurity protocols. I mean, there are kids out there in Lexington, Mississippi, the only food they get every day is from the school. They, that's their meal. They're poor. There are kids that are in homes that are being abused. There's up, uptick in domestic violence and stuff. People, this is the reality of it. People, and one of the, I'm telling you, Chairman Hardaway, we were talking about this a week ago. We did a show together, and he tells you, he said, folks out there think they're making it on this unemployment. Well, you ain't, you don't have a job when the benefits, your job is gone. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you back. So you're going to be, you thought you were bad. Well, we're going to lose a lot of our wealth based off of this disease and stuff because people do, don't really understand what's going to happen. You know, it's a, the whole dynamics has changed. You can imagine somebody tell you, you go to a chicken plant and everybody in there is infected. You get infected. Who are you suing? 
mm-hmm. who's responsible for you if you get sick? Are you getting a COVID-19 test? It took her almost three weeks. Yeah. And insurance doesn't cover it because it's an act of God. So, Well, God yeah. made the virus, period. Yeah. You want to get religious and stuff. This is his domain. Mm-hmm. This biblical end doom stuff. This coronavirus has been around for 50 million years, living in bats. That's what lives. They're co-evolved together for millions of years. This COVID-19 is not from, it's not novel. This COVID-19, this particular COVID-19 was discovered in 1960 in two patients. Mm-hmm. A lot longer than that is just we have better technology. It figured it out. We got more what we call effective fitness to be able to affect people. You know, if I'm a, if I'm a, if you think, if you look at it from the virus point of view, how can I get my babies out in the world? How do I, how do I get my evolution genetics out? Well, I can do respiratory. Well, feces is another one because that's how we figure it out. And see, people don't understand when is the pandemic going to be over, folks? Let me tell you, I'm going to throw this out there because I'm excited. You know, Friday, I got catfish cooking. And how do you know the pandemic's over? Mm-hmm. You know when the pandemic's over, how do we determine that, is, folks? Is that we test the sewage. Mm-hmm. We go look at the sewage of a population of a city and we measure the viral content, positive of COVID-19. Our epidemic in, in Pakistan, polio. A couple of years ago, it was everywhere. We went there. We measured the feces. We saw the polio vaccine, the polio virus. We give them the, the we give them the uh, the vaccination oral. Then over time, we measure the feces in the population of Pakistan. The virus goes away. Same thing with COVID nineteen. So that's how you know when the pandemic really is over when you look at the feces, the it, and there's no more viruses in there. You don't learn it in the real world, do you? No. CNN, Fox. Are they all a bunch of talkers, right? Yeah, well, they're... We want the Dr. Rowland show. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, can I have you here every week? <laughs> scare people back into their houses, maybe? I don't know, because uh, I just... No, I worry about this for our kids, too, as far as going back to school, because their education is suffering, but I'd rather their education suffer than no longer have a child, so... Well, no, know. we talked about why mm-hmm. you have to introduce... All your people, your followers, your followers in the fitness uh, business and stuff, your people that you know that are following you and following you, you need to introduce these people to Uncle Kuski. Uncle Kuski is there to teach kids how to get through this thing, how to wash their hands, etc. Because nobody's talking to the children. Everybody's talking above everybody. Yeah. Everybody's got an opinion. You got OBGYN guys on Fox talking about infectious diseases. Where in the hell have I seen you in the jungles of Peru? Mm-hmm. You some ER doctor talking about it. What, what talking about infectious diseases? I ain't never seen you in Germany with me. I teach pathogen virology at the HPI Institute. Been around for since 1948. Mm-hmm. I'm the only black dude up in there. How in the hell are you becoming an expert about viruses? And mm-hmm. I'm in a viral institute. You mm-hmm. go and tell me, folks. How did that happen? Yeah. I tell people that Lane. Nepotism? I don't know. Daniel Lane. Yes. So Uncle Koski, I'm trying to find him. How, how do you spell Uncle Koski again? The last because I can't find him yet. Oh well, I have to see his his I have to see yeah, he's on the website. You can look at him right now. Oh um dot uh, uh us. And I'll send you I'll send you his uh, you know my Facebook. He's there, Uncle Kuski, and it's Kuski is C-U-T-S-K-Y. And you can share that diagram and the cartoons and all that stuff with your people, with children. Okay. And I'll send that 
Facebook. You, you go to my Facebook, you can look at the character right now. Okay. You know, that his job, he's going to be more famous than Mickey Mouse. <laughs> Mickey Mouse is quarantined in Disneyland. Right. Well, that's another thing. Like a lot of people are saying, well, what about sports? We need sports back. Can't they just go and hang out at Disneyland and all of that? And it's like, what? Who's going to be working there? The air conditioning systems, everything you just mentioned, their animals and all of that. Like there's so many different things that I didn't, I wasn't aware of that you're now teaching us all. And I just, I can't tell you how much I'm grateful that you're on here to share all of this, to keep us safe. And I mean, I'm, Why'd you ask me on your show? You know, I, I do like, you know, I do the, I do about seven million people listen to me on all these different programs. Why don't you, why don't you call Gupta from CNN and bring him on? Uh, yeah, I probably would have to pay his agent for that. <laughs> no, he might have to pay his agent. He don't, he, he, he doesn't know what he's talking about. Oh, okay. He's out of his lane. Mm, okay. Here, story. Tomorrow night, he'll be talking about, uh, no, he's an astronaut. <laughs> Not know how to fly an F-16 fighter plane. All these people, they have all these different skill sets, and they don't really have no legs going in. So I'm telling you the truth. If you don't want to hear it, don't put me on your, your program. This is fun for me on a Friday. <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Um, did you have any more questions that you wanted to bring up, Tamika, since you no, went man, through this? You're scared go to church. Are you sure? Like that's a lot of people in there, and they're singing because that was another thing. Like with um, the chorus singing and so on, and you said it could be up to fourteen minutes that it's in the air. Yeah, I mean that's that's just a fact. It's, this is science, guys. It's in the sewage, in your gastrointestinal tract. I mean, come on, <laughs> you know what? If you guys watching some sanitized version on television? PG? Nope. I want to live. I want to live. Dr. Roland has shed some light for sure on this disease. I mean, mm. I'm going away. I was ambitious about, you know, getting back out there. Although I'm enjoying teaching virtual Zoom and, and working from home, yeah. uh, but I will definitely, you know, rethink the date that I open and just practicing precautionary measures because you are talking about the second wave. Mm. And I haven't heard much about that. Mm -mm. We're getting the Mickey Mouse version mm -hmm. uh, from television. We're getting the goofy version, not even the Mickey Mouse, really. Because it's the hoo -hoo, that's it, folks. Um, so people are asking if there are well, any you know, treatments. Google. What was that? Um, are there any treatments at all? Is there any good news? Anything that we can, like, I guess, have hope in or go out and purchase the stock up on other than the cleansing and protecting but what can we do is there anything else we can do or let, let me let me get kind of crazy uh yeah go ahead and drink some clorox you'll find out if it works i know that doesn't work why are you trying to kill oh. us off there's one person in here that might take a shot of it just because you said it because it's friday night you know they might have already been yeah well, started you know, early. well I, I, you got it you got a guy out there touting clorox you got a out, guy out there touting malaria, malaria. yeah Treated thousands of malaria patients in my career. I've written that prescription. I've given kids in the jungles that medication. So who and where do these fools come up with this writing stuff off label? Mm. You'll get sued. Yeah. You don't do that. That's why we have the NIH and all these people that tell you, hey, you take one aspirin every eight hours. 
you know, I don't, you know, I don't tell you to, you know, take some medication that doesn't work, man. Where in the hell did you come up with this? Because they made it into politics. Mm -hmm. They keep it real. Mm -hmm. No, maybe next week it'll be eating a, eating a bowl of Captain Crunch. <laughs> no, I mean, it's, it's scary because so many people take his word as the gospel, but then there's also people who are just sick of it. Like they're just, they're tired of being home. They're tired of wearing a mask. They want their freedom back. And they may not, and it may not even be that they follow him politically. It's just, they've had, but at the same time, you can't like, you're scaring them that uh, I'd rather be alive. Cause imagine how much more claustrophobic I'll be in a body bag when I can't breathe and I'm dead. Oh, I, and I tell people, and if you look in some of my, 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 my programs and stuff with, you know, Rashad Richie, 3 million people, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And people ask me about my background. Mm -hmm. When I got into microorganisms, I was five years old. My mother gave me my first microscope. You know, this is my life, you know, and I wanted to be an not heart surgeon or fighter pilot. And as I go through, went through life, you know, I always was interested in, 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 in microbiology. And, you know, and I went to school, Weber State, got my degree in microbiology and chemistry, military science, second lieutenant, chemical biological warfare officer. And I wanted to go to medical school. And I wanted to go to medical school or graduate school. I had a white professor. Her name was Diane Horn. I'm, I'm making Diane Horn very famous. She, I wrote her, asked her to write me a letter of recommendation to all these different schools and also to graduate school. Well, you know, lucky I got into the University of Nevada Reno uh, Medical School and got my working, I got my master's degree in cellular and molecular biology. Well, people don't realize that when you get into that level, a medical school, you can you have access to your So I was in the office one night doing research at 11 o'clock at night time. I said, you know, let me look at my file. I pulled my file out and you know what she wrote? She wrote in my letter that I did not have the capabilities or the aptitude to do graduate level work. White lady. I got a 3.5 in graduate school, number four in my medical school, residency training in Hawaii. So when you look at my CV, there's a reason why I am who I am. And I do the walk, do the damn talk. And so when you talk about what's happening, people have gotten out their lanes. You're in my area. I love viruses. I love diseases because they're equal opportunity employers. They don't care. Now what's happening, these fools out here are made politics. They drink Clorox. Where in the hell did you get that from? Take some malaria medication. There is no treatment for RNA viruses, folks. I'm sorry. There's no treatment for HIV. We've been doing that for 30 years. It's not going to happen. You, and we have the same thing we say, never bet against the virus. Oh, wow. Never. Well, it's an RNA virus. Immunogenic. Mm -hmm. Ebola. You know, we ain't got no cure for no Ebola. We don't have a cure for dengue. There's no shots for that. So this is the world that we deal in. And so now people's interwoven, you know, these conspiracy theories and it came from a laboratory Man, I we know genetics. Mm. You know, that's the facts. I can tell and look at a genetic pattern and we can tell if it's been modified. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. Military guy. And that's what that's biological warfare. They're trying to make a super weapon. Do they have COVID nineteen in the laboratory in uh, China? Who doesn't have that virus? That's what we do. But they do not have COVID nineteen. That came from a bat. This particular one. Didn't jump, it didn't come from a lab. And to a person, if somebody carried it, come on, please be real, folks. You know, I'm telling you the truth. Okay. So the storm is coming. Let me say it again. 
the storm is coming and I hope you bring me back in three weeks because I'm going to say I told you so. Okay, I'll have you back. Well, I'll have you back in two weeks so we can prep ourselves for the third <laughs> So you can get a reminder to wear our mask, wear our gloves. And um, I, there's all these different videos of people also like cleaning their groceries or disinfecting their groceries or disinfecting their boxes. Is that necessary, would you say as well? You know, to be, to be, to be honest with in this day and age, you know, people ask me, one of the things we talk about, how are the disease? We call it the five F's. Mm -hmm. Fingers, food, feces, form mite, and fingers. These are the five F's that transmit disease. Who's on the high list? So you can imagine in a chicken plant, beef plant, pork plant, everybody in their affected coughing, hacking, viruses in the air, land on your chicken, land on your meat, mm -hmm. they that thing up in that plastic wrap and ship that stuff from Tyson to your house. And you go to the store, you pick it up, you go home, and you don't cook it very well, touch your eyes, you can get COVID-19. Here, end of story. That's reality. So everybody's going vegan. Oh, I guess even if it was um, picked fruit, somebody touched it. Somebody got they cough on your onions, cough on your bean sprouts. <laughs> You're going to get sick. Mark my words. So grandpas, they were all, all grandpas and grandparents who said, grow your own garden. They're right. Everyone that's doing that, go ahead. And I guess that's what we're going to moving towards. Well, well I, I really mean, appreciate it. It's not a, not a matter of uh, moving towards. It's just having the technology. Mm -hmm. You know, you talk about some of the ways we biodecontaminate. We, we do use UV light, but it has to be UVC. There's three different types of UV. Most so UVC has been proven to kill okay. Oh, no. There's three different types of UV light. UVA, mm -hmm. there's a UV, and UVC. Well, UVC, that's the technology where, I mean, it's, it'll sterilize everything in that room, and also U2. That's why when we use that, we're not around it. We do food, we do meat, we do vegetables, and it's amazing that they didn't bring this technology to forebear now. This is old technology. And even the super disinfecting that I talked to you guys, they use the disinfect foods too. That's oh, okay. That's safe to use on food as well. Well, you know, you can do that, but I recommendation, make sure that you come home and you got your package. You make sure that you sterilize the outside of it with the, the super disinfected I told you about. And then make sure you cook your food because think about it. They tell you to cook your chicken because of salmonella. They tell you to cook your hamburger because of E. coli. So, you know, you should just cook your food 100% and not be trying to, uh, you know, uh, you know, think that you're going to go and, um, you know, uh, I, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to have cooked my chicken. Well, I will be cooking my food well done as best I can. And maybe I'll cook it in the oven and I'll throw a 30-second microwave on it to make sure it's, it's good to go. I'm the only person, I think, in America that doesn't have a microwave. <laughs> So I guess we're investing in microwaves. <laughs> wow. Okay. Um, Tamika, did you have anything else you wanted to ask or bring up as well? Because She ain't going to say nothing. I can do more push-ups than she can. I, I don't know, man. I've been looking at her arms the whole time. She's going to a basset run. I want her whole body. Good Lord. Yes. You know just on a, a happy note, I'm very grateful uh, to have heard this information, but to everybody out there just wondering what they can do to, you know, try to just cope with getting through this. Mm -hmm. I recommend just, you know, body movement, 
uh, doing things that are going to keep you whole, keep you sane, working on your mental health, you know, um, staying in connection with people that can pour into you and help you. There are fitness support groups. There are therapists online in terms of our mental and physical health. You know, Dr. Roland has just gave us a, a mouthful. Uh, but in terms of what I'm doing just to encourage people, it's just to work on physical body movement because mind and body is connected because we can't change what we're going through in terms of we have no control. All we can do is practice precautionary measures, follow the list of things. I'm going to get my list from Camille, from Dr. Roland. And, and, you know, it just follow precautionary measures. But in the meantime, what do we do? You know, we're stuck at home. So I'm encouraging people to use this time to get healthy, to use this time to invest in you physically, mentally, take care of yourself. So that way, not only will you be, you know, have the right sound and body in terms of mental and physical ability to get through this, um, but come out of it with something, you know, come out of it with improved health, come out of it with being more in tune with you, try to come out of it with something because we cannot change uh, the circumstances currently. That's a very important point. You talk about the mental aspects, positive attitude. We're going to get through this. And I'm here to help you when you're about to open up your gym and y'all go in there bumping and grinding. Better talk to Dr. You know, somebody talking about, well, you know, you go in there. I'll give you the best advice at that time for all you folks because, you know, we need to have the best information. So I support you. Don't let me come up in that damn gym because I'll take over. <laughs> I love it. So uh, um, there are questions about cheaper versions for some of the things that you mentioned, I guess, for the air filter. But I guess you'll just end up taking it back to Walmart because it won't work. That's why. But. Well, I, I'll tell people that, you know, people buy iPhones. You better make an investment in your life. <laughs> mm. Talk about you. You might want to, you know, pinch a couple pennies. But I, I don't want COVID-19 floating around in my house. With my grandchildren, here that's just the way it is. You know, I, I'll, I'll fork up some a little bit more dough. People buy a thousand. Am I right or wrong? Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I'm just making sure I didn't miss any more questions. We answered that one. Yeah, there any good news? Well, it's good news. It's all positive stuff. But you know what? I can talk to you about sweet potato pies and collard greens and make you feel good. And <laughs> yes, you're right. On your toes, and you're gonna feel good. COVID nineteen, you 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 rub your you rub your big toes together, and COVID nineteen goes away. You feel good? No. <laughs> and it's funny because your face went completely like this clown yeah. white at the same time from the sun hitting you on the face. Like you look very scary telling me that. So no, you kind of remind me of the it clown, but without the red makeup. <laughs> Because the sun is just, it completely blew you out where you're just, you're I, the opposite of a lot of people. He scares me. It, the, he scares me. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's a, that's a scary movie. Yeah. Yeah. But up there, you're coming back. I guess the further yeah. you are from the window. There, there you kind of are. But yeah, look, my, um, my aunt that's a judge, she's like, let's talk about the pie. <laughs> and um, I guess... Um, HibaCleanse is also another one they can use as well if they can't get to Safer Hands USA. Yeah, but you can put it for you. And, uh, the, the, and the bottom line is that ours is Uncle Kusa with love mm -hmm. bubbles. And we have a peach catch ones. 
and stuff. But you know, folks, I'm not here. I'm not here to scare people. I mean, I don't. I I, I, I don't. Why you got me on your show? Why don't you to go educate. Go? Educate. Absolutely. Tell you. Tell you. Tell your family who's a judge. Keep watching Fox. She doesn't. Want, she better not watch Fox. No, go watch CNN. <laughs> she, um, actually, I don't know if she does. I always joke about her. Um, yeah, I know like for her, I think they're getting ready to open up the courthouses again or something too. So that's why I'm hopeful that they keep doing it. Um, you know, call. Virtually. I, was, I was on a tele, uh, thing. You saw it on Facebook. I was with Mary Edwards guys. Mm -hmm. And I'm talking to the, the, the mayor of uh, Atlanta and also the mayor of South Fulton about full body decontamination. They got to get people back into the courthouses, get them back. Mm -hmm. All this stuff. Schools, airports. You're gonna have to have that, folks. If not, we will be doing virtual busy. Mm -hmm. I guess the film industry will not be opening anytime soon. <laughs> uh, okay. Would you? No, Would you? I, I'm staying home. My husband works for UPS, so I feel like that's dangerous enough. And um, my daughter has a kidney diverticulum, so we're not taking any risks. Yeah, because only heroes we know in the military are on walls. Mm. And I, oh, and we just had Memorial Day, so I don't, I don't yeah. want to be. And I, I'm yeah. veteran, so I know. So I thank you for your service and for all that you're doing for us now. So you need to tell all you folks out there, guys, what part two's coming? You better bring some popcorn and a blanket because it'll get scary. Why do you sound like him too? <laughs> what is it? Um, Pepper. Oh gosh, what is the clown's name? I can't think of it now. But you, anyways, you sound like him too. <laughs> I love all the different voices you can do. And Tamika, thank you so much. I, will you also send me the links for any of your Zoom classes? Because I'll definitely share it. Because I think Absolutely. that is the point. And even with him saying that, or Dr. Lane saying, or Dr. Rowling, excuse me, saying about um, that maybe because of your cardiovascular. And so maybe that will help us all, at least if we can get our bodies in a safer position. So when we do catch it, hopefully we don't, but maybe we'll have a guy chance because we had better lung health and from sitting around binge watching and Netflixing. And yes, I don't want people sitting around binge watching and eating food, gaining weight during this time, you know? That is counterproductive. So I would rather people at least use the time to, you know, work on making small adjustments. How can I, you know, make changes to my lifestyle? Because this is a wake-up call for so many people. I mean, we see the healthcare disparities that has always been there. We see, you know, in predominantly minority communities and black communities. So the question that I ask myself as a fitness professional is what can I do? You know, how can I help? And, I, you know, I don't have the, the list of credentials like Dr. Rowland and I, you know. But Look, nobody I mean, does. Yeah, <laughs> He's I mean, the only one. <laughs> it, started from the top. You know, it was a pleasure to hear. What yeah. I can do is just help people start to make lifestyle changes. So like you said, Camille, God forbid anyone is hit with this or anything like it. Hopefully they'll be in a better position uh, to be able to fight it physically. And, and, and that's the role that I'm playing during this time. Well, the last thing I'm going to say, all mm -hmm. you listen to that, I've had 18 of my friends that are doctors that have died within the last week. Their pictures on my Facebook. Their names are on Facebook. These guys are in body. They're not coming back. If doctors can die, die what makes you not vulnerable to either? Yes. 
So you need to take this stuff very seriously. It's not, it's not a feel good. You guys feel me? No, no, hundred percent. And I'm posting your Facebook in the comments as well. So people will have access to that to friend request you. And if they have any more questions. Hey, I got, I, I got to eat, man. I got to get my catfish and my cornbread and yams. Well, thank you so much, Dr. Rowling, for your time with us today. I really appreciate it. And stay safe, stay well. We will see you in a couple of weeks. Are you serious? Because I'm very, very busy. Oh, okay. Well, whenever you're available, I'm available. We'll just make the time. We'll do it whenever <laughs> you're available. If you tell me we're going to do it at 3 o'clock in the morning, Dr. Rowling going to show up. Okay. Like, we'll have a 3 o'clock if you need it. Just kidding. I'm, I'm asleep. I'll wake up for you whenever yeah. but you tell me. Make sure you tell everybody to bring some popcorn next time, too. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the Michael Jackson emoji right now just looking at you, though. <laughs> you got that decoloration <laughs> going on now. Hey, you, you ladies have a wonderful uh, week Friday. If you ever need me for anything, it doesn't matter. People do it all the time. I'm here for you. Now you're Now you stepped in Dr. Rowland's world. And I appreciate you. And I, I want to add, I, I feel like we might know some people in common based on some of the things you say. So I'll text you afterwards to see if you know some people. Well, my, my philosophy on my website, you know, type this down, www.tpida.org. T-P-I-D-A.org. And people quote me, NPR, everybody. You step into my world, I'm going to change yours. That's just the well, you changed me already because I'm a germaphobe anyway. So, like, you just told, like, just gave me an excuse to stay right here and keep entertaining the peoples from my house. That's right. Oh, I want you to go to Ozark, Missouri, and hang out with them people. Only on Netflix. Ooh. Like, yes. I only watch Ozark on TV. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna have nightmares because I'm already scared of clouds. <laughs> You guys take care. Bye-bye. Dr. Rowling. Thank you so much again. Thank you, folks. Take care. Bye-bye. Oh, there he is. <laughs> oh, wow. So, um, Tamika, is there anything oh, else you want to share? Because no, I, 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 I had to let him say as much as he could. And honestly, when I first um, when I first booked you, I had no plans of having him. But then when he said yes and he had time on Friday only, I was like, I'll just put you guys together because it's the same topic. No, absolutely. It was a pleasure to be a part of it because I just took in an earful as well. Mm -hmm. And oof, it was mm -hmm. a lot. Um, I don't think many people know what we're up against. No. And, you know, like some people mentioned, they said, well, any good news? And the good news is, you know, what, what I, my interpretation of it is people are surviving through it. You know, many people who have been infected, they have made it through. I know some some survival stories, survivor stories, and I'm one of them. Someone I know that was in ICU for two months, made it through, um, had to go to rehab after just to regain strength because she lost all her muscle tone from being in ICU for, for so long, but she's doing well and she's progressing. So there are, you know, good survivor stories. There are people making it through. And I think the best thing that we can do is to just safeguard ourselves as much as we can by following the rules, quarantining, social distancing. Social distancing doesn't mean that you go to the, the cookout down the block. I mean, a friend of mine is going to game night tonight. Game night. You know, because it's someone's birthday. 
But you know where I will be? Right in my house, you know? And and, and that's the the thing that's scary. People are not listening and they're not taking it seriously. Well, I think we've been getting so much misinformation that people are, I'm just going to live my life at this point. I can't be held response. I can't be held back by what they're saying over here, over there. I got my life to live. It's got, you know, you hear all these things and you're just like, okay, is that really worth it? Whatever you're doing, whether it's game night or going just around the corner, go hang out with Pookie and them. I don't know. But the fact that is, it's not worth it. Yes. None of it's worth it. Just well, if wait. anybody that is watching is like, well, what do I do with all this extra time? My advice is to tackle a goal that you've always had. Mm-hmm. You know, if there was a business that you wanted to do, if you wanted to rearrange your wardrobe closet and, and your house, if you wanted to take on learning another language, if you wanted to take some online courses, you know, cooking courses, uh, you know, further your, your education for work related purposes. You know, I'm a life coach. I'm a fitness professional. So I'm all about finding peace amidst a storm, you know. So although we don't want the cookie cutter version, but my version is to just try to find something positive amidst all of this. Because if you don't, you're talking about anxiety. You're talking about the feelings of depression, loneliness. and, And these things are not healthy emotions or feelings for anyone to experience during this time and they're going to come and go but the question is what do we do with it you know how what do we do about it and and my best advice is physical body movement meditation uh working on you know proper nutrition because these things also induce mood state and how you feel so my advice is take on that goal you know uh tackle something if you want to lose 20 pounds do it now during this quarantine you know quarantine yeah, we can't eat anything anyway <laughs> you don't have much else to do anyway so mm. use this time to do something good for yourself so at least you can leave this quarantine not only with gratitude and, and a greater appreciation because you made it through but hopefully you can leave it with something else mm-hmm. yeah. oh my aunt's hilarious she's like can we talk about raindrops on roses and whiskers on kittens <laughs> I love her. She's she's a nut. It just about, and she was saying like she just had to do a murder case through virtual and I'm like through zooms and stuff. And I, it's real easy to play innocent on a camera. Just gonna say that. Yes. So this is I don't know who it is. Very trying <laughs> time, you know that that we're in right now. And like like someone said, prayer, you know and. And I, I'm just here to be that support. And, and like someone may have listed, I think you listed the helpline, mm-hmm. therapist working online, you know, whatever people need in terms of seeking help because people are suffering. You know? And it's so disappointing to hear about CDC with how long it took to take your test. It's almost as if you should just assume you have it and take all the precautions. But I guess once you're at the level where you need to go to the hospital for treatment, there's not oh, many much results back I was almost well okay you know, and, and I was fortunate you know but that's not the case for mm-hmm. everyone else so. I've heard anything from seven days I think that's what you said yesterday the lady said I think she had it almost 14 days but it was a matter of also during that time getting testing so there was a lot of dates thrown around and numbers that I can't I might be wrong with that but then I've heard people say all the way up to six weeks but either way, how was the social distancing with your children though? I would figure that would be really difficult to try to keep that, to have them understand 
and keep them protected during that time. So just for people that may have to explain that to their kids, how are you able to do that as well? Well, you know, uh, they knew a great deal already, you know, because schools were closed at that time. So for me, it was already during the lockdown. So they had some knowledge of it. So mm -hmm. I just basically explained without trying to worry them. I said, listen, mommy's okay. You know, I'm fine. I said, but we have to wipe down the handles. I was told, and it's so funny, he kept making, Dr. Rowland kept making reference to feces. Well, I was told by the CDC every time I used the bathroom to disinfect everything I touched. Mm -hmm. And they didn't break down why, but now I understand why. Because mm -hmm. I just explained to them that we had to clean. I mean, religiously, we cleaned. Uh, we had a schedule every two to three hours. We were wiping down handles and, and light switches and things of that nature. So they're mm -hmm. just aware without scaring them. Um, and I just, you know, I sleep on a different floor than they do. So I just try to, you know, stay away from them as much as I could. I pretty much quarantined myself in my room. And and that's all, I, you know, I was able to do without leaving the house. Hey, oh, wow. Um, did they did they ever give you any kind of medication at all, or was it just? No, nope. okay. there's no treatment. Okay. Oh, and my aunt. Now, see, my aunt is the one that got me started working out because she would buy all these Jane Fonda DVDs and CDs. I remember I bought like a Cindy Crawford CD because of her and stuff. She's asking, do you have beginner exercise class? This girl don't need no beginner, but okay. Well, my aunt would say no, but okay. I would say yes um, because I encourage everyone. And the great thing about Zoom is you can see what everyone's doing. I can check their form. I can mm. people all through Zoom. So my classes to me, they are friend, beginner friendly. They are every level friendly because what I do is every move that I show, I show three modifications. Very mm. low impact, intermediate, and high. So yes, uh, Sophia, and you can definitely try. I'm going to share the link. I'm not telling your age. You you were renting it from Blockbuster. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, I don't. I mean, it, like, even when we were watching um, the Jane Fonda, they were old. Like, it wasn't new for, for her. So I wasn't giving away your age. She's only in her 20-ish. Yes. <laughs> Time and listen, well, no, listen, you keep practicing a healthy lifestyle. And you're, you're reversing the hands of time. You know, you're improving your longevity and you're improving your health and you're, you know, practicing good preventative health care. So as long as you're active. So I just want to encourage everyone. I know we heard a mouthful, but I want to encourage everyone who has the time now. Many of us are still working, but we have more time at home to meal prep, prepare our meals. We have more time to do a lot of the things that we struggled with before. So I say use this time to improve your health because it will not only help you fight, God forbid, you come into contact with COVID-19 or anything like it, but you can also leave this, the quarantine with something for you. Who wouldn't mind leaving the quarantine a few inches small off the waistline? Or like with your arms. Yeah. Hello. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> so, so focus on that using this time okay. to at least that's one positive thing that we can we can accomplish throughout this time. And I think it's something that will help stimulate people in a positive way, uh, uh, mentally and emotional, at, emotionally as well, because this is a trying time and it's not easy. And people mm -hmm. need a way 
to vent. People need a way to kind of release some of that. And physical movement is one of the best ways. I would totally agree with that. And thank you for that. My aunt's trying to call me out saying I'm lying because I'm smiling too much. No, I just smile. It's just my disposition. I'm trying to fix my RBF by that <laughs> smiling being my automatic reaction to things. And I, I laugh at everything because I laugh from keep from crying. Okay. Because yes, yes. <laughs> everything he was saying, I was just kind of like, what? You know, because. Yes, but it, it was good to hear because. It's been a rough year. As well, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And when, um, when I booked him originally, he asked me if I wanted them. He even used the same words. Do you want the Michael, uh, Mickey Mouse version or do you want Dr. Rowland's version? And I was like. Honestly, I want both so everyone can understand it and get it and we're all safe together. Because well, if it goes over your head or if it's not too low. Dr. Rollins. Um, we got the catfish and the sweet potato version. And I hate to hear what they what it would have been like if he didn't have his catfish to look forward to. And he just came out of OR and stuff. So operating room and things. So we were very lucky to get him today. And yes. But he's Man. courageous, you know, to yeah. lose fellow, you know, doctors. And, 18 doctors. And to still be courageous and just want to get out there and, and continue to help people and mm -hmm. treatments. And that is definitely. <sighs> well, we're all, education is power. So we're all now, it's up to us to make that step to keep everybody safe, keep ourselves safe, keep your family safe. Please make sure you share this with your friends, your family, the people you don't like, so they have the information too and know that, nah, you can't just go out there and take rocket launchers to protest a virus that doesn't get shot, but whatever. Um, so yeah, we're all in this together. We need to take care of each other. And I really appreciate you, Tamika, coming on today. I'm glad we were able to get everything squared yeah. away because yes. <laughs> I was like, wait, both of them are getting on with me? <laughs> Is it something I said? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> it worked out. Thank you for having me. You know, oh, it's my pleasure. 19 for me is like, it's been a blessing. Mm -hmm. And although, you know, I had the virus, my business has been shut down. You know, I mm -hmm. have uh, took a hit financially. I'm still optimistic. I'm still hopeful. You know, mm -hmm. I just want to help people throughout this time. And that's what I'm utilizing my platform for, my voice for. It's just to help people because I know that, you know, and Dr. Roland ag agreed that my physical health helped me, you know, the mm -hmm. lung capacity, my cardiovascular respiratory system, these things helped me uh, be in a better position to yeah. fight COVID-19. So I'm going to have to work out with you one day. Be in a better position. And, and that's mm -hmm. what I want to use my time for from this point forward is to help people with Oh, I appreciate that. And thank you so much again for sharing your time with us today. And you take care of you and your family and your nanny as well. I hope you guys all stay safe. And we will see you on the other side of this. Well, I'll see you before then because I'm going to have to take one of your classes. Yes, yes. I've been sitting at this desk a lot lately <laughs> as opposed to running back and forth taking my daughter places. And I haven't gotten any bigger because I finally weighed myself because I was like, I I don't want to know. I don't need that kind of evil or negativity in my life. But I finally went, I was like, oh, I'm the same size as when I started. Yeah, no, you're, you're doing well because that's not the case. No. And well, I had the goal if I wanted to have Angela Bassett arms. So I've only been really working out my arms, but I need to do a more full body so I can, you know, yes. have a quarantine proof body or a Corona proof body. 
Yes. <laughs> All right. Something like that. All right. Well, thanks again. I'll have yes. to definitely check you out. And thank you so much for spending the time with me tonight. No problem. Thank you for having me. Be well, be safe. And we will see each other again on a much positive note. Yeah, absolutely. So make sure you send me the links so I can share with everyone so they can come to your class. Absolutely. We'll do. All right. Thank you so much. Thank you. My pleasure. Wow. This has been one of those days, right? All right. Well, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy your family. Enjoy each other. I'll be back on Monday. Um, it's only going to be six o'clock from here on out. I'm not, I don't think I have any plans of any. Oh, I do have one, but it's later in the month. So the next time I see you guys will be in June and I'm going back to theme week. So the first week is going to be all filmmakers and actors. Uh, the second week is going to be fashion week. I'm very excited about this. I'm gonna have Marcella, uh, Marcella Reynolds from Supreme Models book that I keep bringing up. I cannot wait, but he also used to do Fashion Emergency and all of those great shows on E! where he would talk about people's clothes. That's the guy, he would do red carpet, all kinds of fun stuff. You know him, he's been on everything, everywhere talking about fashion. He's gonna be on, I'm gonna have um, Hope, who's also big into fashion. It's going to be exciting. Oh, I'm skipping to the following week. But anyway, um, next month, I'll also have King Harris, Ying Yang Twins, Bobby V. Uh, uh, I've lost my place. Oh, K Keith Craig, Robert Thorne, Rosby, Johnny B, JT Money, JJ, D-Way, Everyway. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> so it's going to be a really fun, fun month next month. It's just music and actors and models and we're just, we're just going to keep this going. So um, take care of each other. Have a great weekend. Please make sure you share this information or at least looking through the comments. I did try to write down everything he mentioned and try to find the websites that he was talking about so that you guys could just click on the links to find out more. But now I'm not seeing it anymore, but hopefully it's still there. It's just not populated on my side anymore. But um, yeah, I will keep finding stuff from his, since I'm his Facebook friend, as he posts things, I'll reshare things onto my page that are anything that can help us stay safe and stay well. So um, take care of yourselves. I can't believe it's almost two hours. Thanks for hanging out with me during all of this. And I will see you guys on the other side. See you Monday. Have a great night. <laughs>